Welcome to this Leadership and Personal Empowerment Podcast with your host, best-selling author, organizational consultant, and professional speaker, Dr. Joseph Michelli. Are you willing to live or die by the service you provide? I was prompted to ask this question after reading an article by Alan Major entitled, If You Live by Price, You Die by Price. The headline of Alan's article was compelling, as were many of the comments that followed. How many people who relied on pricing strategies to win the competitive wars before the recession are still in business after the dark days of price drops? Allen notes that, quote, if your prospect doesn't see the value in your product or service, and if the only difference between you and the competitor is pricing, you didn't do a good job as a salesperson. That single sentence had profound impact on me. Let me repeat it, and this time you can begin thinking about what really distinguishes you from your competition other than price. Alan said, If your prospect does not see the value in your product or service, and if the only difference between you and the competitor is pricing, you didn't do a good job as a salesperson. Alan's comments jogged my memory for an exercise in personal identity assessment that I was exposed to during my graduate psychology studies. It involved a process for addressing self-concept by looking at one's real self, ideal self, and perceived self. Let me apply that exercise to build on Alan's comments. A sales prospect is often like someone you want to impress on a date. You want them to see your ideal self, the person you wish you were or have moments of being. You know, that person that your dog thinks you are. The perceived self, or social self, is the person others who know you see you as, and the real self is who you are across your public and private moments. So taking that analogy further, there are a number of ways to get to the differences that you could present to your prospects. You could, and I don't advise this, simply make up differentiators that show you to be an unequivocally superior option to the competition. This either could be manipulative or because you lack true self-awareness. To use the dating analogy, that would reflect the person who says whatever his unsuspecting victim wants to hear. Or you could take the approach of offering the prospect differences that you have culled from listening to the perceptions of your existing customers. This strategy is very much a part of the social networking phenomena where your prospective customers are already talking to your existing customers anyway. Finally, a realistic, not harsh or overly glowing assessment of what makes your business different from the competition is in order. The keywords that come out of your self-assessment can then be tested against your customers' perceptions to see what convergence occurs. So on to this week's assignment, the ideal differences. What do you want the differences to be between you and the competition? The perceived differences. What are your customers perceiving the differences to be? The real differences. Realistically, what makes you different from your competition? Once you define these differences, sales often comes down to how well you communicate those differences to the prospect without berating your competition in the process. Of course, the ultimate challenge rides on whether your experience lives up to the proclaimed differentiation. For me, I won't live or die on price, but I am willing to take my chances on my team's ability to create transformational, personal, and memorable experiences. How about you? For more resources and information about creating customer experiences, igniting staff empowerment, developing key leadership and communication skills, leveraging change, and mastering humor skills, please visit josephmichelli.com. That's J O S E P H 
M-I-C-H-E-L-L-I dot com. Until next time, may your life be filled with abundant laughter and success.